0: Welcome to the Menifee United Church of Christ podcast. Menifee UCC is a lively, loving, open, and affirming church. A church that follows Jesus' great commandments. Love God, love others, love yourself. A church that welcomes everyone. A church that speaks truth to power. And a church that works for justice more than just us.
1: First
2: reading
0: this morning? Yes. And wonderful. Our first now, uh, reading is from Psalm 63, verses
1: 1-8. through 8. <clears throat> This is from the Message Bible. It is. It's a different interpretation.
0: God, you are my God. I can't get enough of you. I've worked up such hunger and thirst for God, traveling across dry and weary deserts. So here I am in the place of worship, eyes open, drinking in your strength and glory. In your generous love, I am really living at last. My lips brim, my lips brim praises like fountains. I bless you every time I take a breath. My arms wave like banners of praise to you. I eat my fill of prime rib and gravy. I smack my lips, who's hungry? (laughs) It's time to shout praises. If I'm sleeping at midnight, I spend the hours in grateful reflection, because you've always stood up for me. I'm free to run and play. I hold on to you for dear life, and you hold on to me steady as a post.
2: Thank you, Sean. Nice. Yes, I was reading different uh, interpretations of that scripture, and I was like, man, I don't think that anything gets me more active and the idea of like gravy and
0: <laughs> the description
2: of food. Um, and today, I don't know about you all, but sometimes um, I usually read from or we read from the um, NRSV or the NSAB, um, NASB version of the Bible. Um, and today, what I really appreciate about the, Bi- the message Bible is that it kind of just speaks in a very common language. Um, so I appreciate that today. That's part of our message. Just having an ease of the day. Our second reading this morning also comes from the Message Bible. It's going to be Luke 13, verses 1 through 9. And about that time, some people came up and told him about the Galileans. Pilate had killed while they were at worship, mixing their blood with the blood of the sacrifices on the altar. Unless you turn to God, you too will die. And those 18 in Jerusalem the other day, the ones crushed and killed when the Tower of Siloam collapsed and fell on them. Do you think that they were worse citizens than all other Jerusalemites? Not at all. Unless you turn to God, you too will die. Then he told them a story. This is the part I'd really like for you to focus on today. A man had an apple tree planted in his front yard. He came to it expecting to find apples. but There weren't any. And he said to his gardener, what's going on here? For three years now, I have come to this tree expecting apples and not one apple have I found. Chop it down. Why waste good ground with, uh, with it any longer? The gardener said, let's give it another year. I'll dig around it and fertilize. Maybe it will produce next year. And if it doesn't, then chop it down. Thus ends our inspired readings of the scriptures this morning. Amen. So I know you usually start with a question. Uh, but This morning I'd like to start with a story. So my wife and I, we have a a backyard that is flat, and then there's a really big slope of um, dirt. (laughs) Uh, and then our neighbor who lives behind us lives higher than us and has a pretty flat uh, yard as well and we've been in conversation uh, a couple months after we bought our house uh, because our, our neighbor came to us and said there's a tree we've got a situation you've got a tree growing on your side of the property but the roots are coming into mine and it's building up the ground and it's tearing up my fence and so we said, okay, all right. Um, so we have been going back and forth on how to handle this and what to do in a wonderful way. He's just so very, he and his wife are so neighborly. Um, it's great. And my goodness, Lorena and I, we have just been so busy and so busy and we keep making contact. And then we say, yes, all right, let's do something about this. And I'll be darn. we both agree that we're gonna do something about the tree. <laughs> and nothing gets done about the tree. <laughs> Um, And yet we still just meet each other with courtesy and just delight to see our neighbors. And they make us feel so very welcome when we see them as well. Um, And then we have had so much rain here in California. And one morning, uh, Lorena comes to me and she said, did you see the tree fell? And it was a big tree. And it completely came down. And so it looked like we had the biggest bush in our backyard, right? (laughs) Like this big shrubbery, but it was this huge tree that had fallen. So we went up to go explore it. And when we got up there, we saw that the roots were deep, and they were wide, and they were spread out. And the roots were still there. But the tree could not handle the intensity of the rain mixed with the soil. It didn't come up out of the soil but something happened to this tree with the weather that we've been having that it completely broke at the root. Yeah, it's pretty amazing to see, yeah. So we thought, okay, (coughs) this is God telling us we really need to do something about the tree. (laughs) Uh, So of course we went right back to our neighbors and we said, all right, so I'm I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah, we saw the whole tree came down in your backyard. Um, And we said, yes, and our dogs have been like tree climbing. Which I think they're the first dogs to ever do so. Um, but I gave pause to think about this tree. And I have a question for you. How many of you, at times, are more tired on a Monday morning than you are on a Friday? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is that for you? Yes, Jacob. One, well, I've just. I was just done with the weekend. You're just done with the weekend. I'm done with the weekend. I, I finally get to try to sleep in end of school. Try to sleep in and then school. So you're recovering from the weekend. Yes.
0: yes Sean. Well, I, I try to pack in everything that I couldn't get to do in the week. <laughs> <laughs> My. The you're right. Once course first Monday rolls around, mm-hmm. it's like I need I need a, I need a Sabbath from Sabbath. <laughs>
2: That's right. Well said. A Sabbath from the Sabbath. Anybody else? Are you tired?
1: Mine's just my health. Your health? Yeah, That's very weak. And, but the same thing as Sean. It's like push, 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 try to get it all through. And then after Sunday, I'm just like, oh, I'm so done. <laughs> 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 right? Yeah.
2: We live in such a society that values productivity. And you're oftentimes valued for the person that you are, and even identified by the work that you contribute to our communities, to our societies, to this world. Hi, I'm Sarah. Hi, Sarah. How are you doing? Great. I'm wonderful. All those pleasantries. So what do you do? I can't remember the last time somebody said, so who are you? There's a different question there. And we just work ourselves during the week. And I see this tree falling down. And that speaks to me in a way that God said, where is your breaking point? And so I went back um, to work <laughs> on Monday, right? I'm there, I'm at the hospital. And I actually love what I do. I love being here every single week. I love what I do. And I was talking with my boss um, who's just the world's greatest boss
0: um,
2: and I said you know what I'm just going to take a day I'm just going to take a day for me so I took a day last week um, I took last Wednesday off and boy I think I slept for like 12 hours <laughs> anybody have those days uh-huh. yeah how do you feel after that <laughs>
1: <laughs> wonderful
2: amazing You've never slept 12 hours? Give it time, my friend,
1: give <laughs> Blame me, you will. Yeah. Yes,
2: exactly. Well, because we're not just people that go, we're not just beings that go through a ton.
1: <laughs>
2: Work Monday through Friday, 8, 7 a.m. till 4 to 5 p.m. and whatnot. But during that time as well, we also have emotions. We have interactions. We have different experiences during our time during the week, and then we get off of work, and we continue to have those interactions. We continue to have situations that come up. I'm really glad, Dwayne, that you had already mentioned this week, everything went according to plan. Perfect. Perfect, <laughs> right? How rare that is, <laughs> if, if not even impossible. I
1: know didn't
2: get <laughs> Right? But let me ask you, on those days that you've taken that time to absolutely rest, is that Sabbath? Let me ask you even another question. What is Sabbath to you? How do you how have you come to understand it? Day of rest.
1: Day of rest. Yeah.
0: Sean. Yeah, I've I've taken it. I mean, it's, it's changed throughout the years as as I've gotten older and everything. It used to be like that's the day we have to we have to go to church. We have to. But for me, it's been days when Eight I can, days. when I can do nothing but and rest and reflect as well on you know things that bring joy Mm. to me so it's not just doing nothing it's doing things that Mm. bring joy and fulfillment i think to me is what i consider would be a sabbath and that in in that that is me communing with god as well so
2: well said yes it even says in genesis by the seventh day god had finished the work he had uh, been doing And so on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he rested from all the work he was creating that he had done. So he had been working, 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 God. We read this. Exodus goes on to tell us in the the Ten Commandments, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it, you shall do no work, you nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant. I haven't had one of those in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Nor your female servant, and my wife wouldn't be debating on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in the six days, the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. So not only did God do these incredible things, and it's debatable whether it actually was seven days or not that the world was created, but what we glean from this is this intentionality that God gives us an example of resting, taking time for ourselves, and not thinking what a waste that is, as much as as you were saying, Sean, is a time to be in connection, deeper connection with God, to reflect. And I wonder if on that seventh day, oh man, God just looked around and said, Alright, all right, all right. Not, not finished yet, but like this is this is pretty good stuff. Look at this. Just really taking that time to embrace what it is that we have, to look at God's creatures, to look at God's earth, to see what it is that we have and this life that we've built. There's a lot within us, and we can be very honest about situations that are happening, but are we also taking the time to be intentional of honoring our blessings that we have? To be able to say thank you for where I get to live. Thank you for these family members that I do get along with, (laughs) you know. Thank you for this beautiful piece of music that speaks to me today. Thank you that I got to hear the chirp of a bird. Thank you, God, to know that I am in a country that in my own way I have a freedom that many do not have. To just take some time in that reflection. Say, while I'm asleep for 12 hours, To me, that's not a Sabbath. And that's a big sign to me that I'm in recovery. Recovery is important. We work so very hard. As I look around, I can hear the stories that have echoed of projects that you're involved in and communities that you're helping and the passions that you have. And those are all so very important. Those also don't define you. Because you are God's. You are God's. Mm You are divine, taking that time to rest and finding where do I need recovery versus where do I need a Sabbath? They might be on the same day. And some of you may not have the privilege of saying, I don't have a whole day for this. But is there time that you can etch out? Is there a few moments here and there where you can say, you know what? I'm taking this time. I'm gonna go for a walk. I'm gonna sit in my car. <coughs> I'm gonna sit at my desk. I'm just gonna take a couple breaths.
1: Yes, Jacob. Um, I've, uh, I've never been gone from school for a whole week, so I wasn't expecting a bunch of work. <laughs> I
0: was surprised when I got <laughs> oh, <my laughs> that. Very surprised got that. I walk into history class, <laughs> she gives <laughs> me five documents, okay? You have to create five essays, you have to do ten tasks on
1: each.
2: Jacob, you bring up a lovely point. How many of you have taken time for yourself only to find that there's more work coming back?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Those dishes
2: won't do themselves. That's right. The dishes will not do themselves.
0: No, all the guys in the office take all my work out when I'm done. I, mean, I <laughs> holy envy.
2: <laughs> holy envy is what I'm saying. Writing
0: subplans is double
2: the
1: work.
2: <laughs> Writing subplans is double the work. That's right. This is an interesting dichotomy in the sense that you actually have to prepare, oftentimes, to be able to take Sabbath to honor Sabbath. But when you've taken time or you've gone on a vacation, you have had an experience that was set aside from your normal routine of everyday life. And you got to be someplace. I'm already seeing some smiles start. Right? There are places that come to mind for you. Jennifer's yawning, which I'm, I'm going like, to <laughs> assume that like, you're living right into the sermon today.
1: <laughs>
2: that How do you feel when you have that work and you come back?
0: Honestly. Yeah. About the last two days of my vacation, I'm threading life. It's threading life. I certainly I just I know that in two days time or however long my funk starts that it's just gonna go flop again. And all that vacation just gets all oh, I enjoyed it, just gets wiped slick. I'm tired again. You're tired again.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: you can ask her every time we've done anything. I start winding down hard about the last couple of days.
2: So. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. And I can resonate with that, the anticipation of going back to work.
1: Jennifer? I, yeah, I get excited to come back to work in a yeah. way because I am i miss the routine. I miss, you know, and, and of course, I miss my home, my bed, my come home, and I'm grateful, like, in a way, like, I sleep better, obviously. And, and then there's, with the kids, there's less chaos once we get home It feel like Right, We're traveling with someone. like yeah. So in a way, I'm, you know, I'm kind of hopeful to get back into that routine again. Mm-hmm. Well said. So you
2: bring up a good point as well. How do we integrate that vacation time, that Sabbath taking, that time <laughs> of rest? How do we incorporate that in a world so that it's not just sanctioned for two weeks out of the year, and yes, the rest of the year, we're just pushing through. Uh, One of my uh, favorite pastors that I so very much enjoy her work is uh, the Reverend Barbara Brown Taylor. Um, Mm -hmm. Some of you might be familiar with her and whatnot. I was listening to a lecture and a sermon in preparation for today. And she made a good point. She said uh, she calls it holy downtime. <coughs> and she encouraged everyone to make a list of the things that give you life. What are some things for you that give life? For me, music, big one. Yeah, Jacob. Video games. Video games, all right. What else you got, Marsha? Gardening. Gardening, beautiful. I've got a big tree. if you want to come
0: over? <laughs> I, I think that requires chopping. Not that's right. a, it's a man's job.
2: <laughs> what else is life giving for you? Children's laughter.
1: Children's laughter. Mm-hmm. What else? Cooking. Cooking. Yeah.
2: And I think if we took some time just to ponder, Just as an invitation to say, what are certain things that throughout the day give me life? Give me a sense of peace. (coughs) It's breathing. It's mindfulness. Just a few moments. Um, For others, it can be cooking and
0: gardening,
2: terrorizing a cat. And (laughs) um, um, (laughs) these things. But then she went a step further and she said, so on one side, you make a list of all the things that give life and on the other side of the page, list the reasons why you don't do them. Fatigue. That is very real. Rain. Rain. Distance. Distance. Take it. Boredom. Boredom. Noah. (laughs) Babies. Right. (laughs) Right. So we'll always find a reason why we don't do something. And there can be things that are legitimate, such as fatigue, especially when there's a chronic illness, such as when work really is just so very demanding that you're there six and a half days a week, and then you've got children, or you've got marriage. Maybe you're the owner of your own business, so if you're not there, who's doing it?
1: I find that um, when you're really in the mood to do something, you enjoy it so much more and get so much more out of it, whether it's cleaning the sink with Comet or, you know, making your mother happy or whatever. When you're in the mood to do something worthwhile each and every day, that's when you really enjoy it. That's when you really get a lot out of it. Mm -hmm. i agree anybody else agree with her yeah i I completely agree with that sometimes i think it's um it's also routine Uh, i mean it can be routine and i think that that's that that makes it part of your day like um prayers at meals or nighttime prayers um just that you you have made that time just like you make time for work or your children or whatever and that brings you into a place that that you need to be every day
2: Mm well said a daily practice of it calm but don't you find sometimes
1: you resent it when you know you have to do it Mm -hmm. rather than when you're in the mood to do it i think everybody's different and i i find that if you um it gets me into a place in my in my head and my soul um so i don't i don't personally don't resent it because it takes me there Mm, it's the only way i can describe it it
2: just takes me there Gotcha. so that's what works for you and and Mm -hmm. marcia it sounds like it works for you when you're able to identify i'm in the mood to do this right now Mm. yes and jennifer yeah i
1: was just thinking to whatever works, everyone's different. Mm-hmm. And so for me, and sometimes I kind of feel like, you know, Mondays are the beginning of a work week. So, and sometimes it's like a little bit depressing. It's like, oh no, Mondays are starting again. And that's when like, you know, escrow opens and everyone's ready to, my mm-hmm. Monday mornings are normally really busy. Mm-hmm. Um But then I also love like, For me, I feed off of people, so I I love about the, during the week, I incorporate my time with my friends, time to talk, time to spend time with others, and that feeds into my soul and my heart, and it helps me kind of, you know, get through the week as well, Um, and then, you know, everyone's different. It's like Sean needs to be alone to recharge, <laughs> and I actually need—I actually prefer being with people. <clears throat> it's completely different.
2: Absolutely, being an <laughs> introvert and
1: extrovert, these things will all look different, and how you've come to
2: understand Sabbath, mm-hmm. and there's a practicing of Sabbath. Um, I completely agree. Those are important things to know about yourself. What is it that I I can do? Where can I make this time? Am I an introvert? Will this time look like I need to have time with just myself? Or is this time that I need to be with friends and family and I want to be with others? Is this a time that I want quiet? Or is this a time that I want so much great dance music? Right? What is it that you need? And it may fluctuate from week to week and through the experimenting of, I'm going to try this out as a Sabbath practice. I'm going I'm to sit in silence, see what comes up. Or I'm going to go have a dance party over here. I'm just going to turn on my own music and off I go. I'm just going to go for a walk. I'm going to be intentional about the different colors that I see and that I witness. Not as something to have to do. It may feel like that at first. But the season of Lent is, for me, all about finding balance in our lives with God. And we work hard. We are a working hard community, a society. There's a deep sigh with that.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: And that does not identify you. It is a particularity to you. And we're blessed that a lot that I get to hear I have a real passion about what they do. But my invitation to you in this season of Lent is to use this as another opportunity and invitation such as God has to find balance find a different quality of life an intentionality instead of just letting the time pass by to actually be intentional about the time and the gift that we have with it. Laughter is great. Seeking something funny. Who here hates to
0: laugh? (laughs) Right?
2: Just Just kidding. Yeah. Man, have you ever just had that laughter that just elevates? I can be absolutely exhausted and somebody tell me a joke, right? Man, I've got the energy to laugh at it. Maybe not as hard, (laughs) but it's definitely life-giving to me. (laughs) Find these opportunities. I have one song, and it sounds so ridiculous, but right now in my own practice, there's one song that I listen to every single morning on my way to work. And as I listen to that song, I think, well, I don't need to listen to that song this morning. I don't need to listen to that song. And I go, oh, that's in the second column, right? That's me negating it. And I'll be darned if I don't listen to this beautiful piano piece. And I don't just feel life. Experiment. But that's my invitation to you today. Instead of living into a life that's just about recovery from the hard work, to really take the time to rest that you need, that you can, for those that it is possible. I also understand with chronic illnesses, that rest level looks very different. But to find intentional times of practicing Sabbath, try it out. See how it works for you. Any final thoughts? Okay. So as we close, I'm just gonna invite you just take a couple moments this morning. Let's go ahead and make this a successful event. Say so you've already done it instead of feeling guilty that you have. I invite you to just sit in a way that's comfortable for you. I invite you to have just a soft gaze, either at the floor or at the wall. And I invite you to do what's known as four-square breathing which means that you breathe in for four counts, you hold for four counts, and then you let out for four counts, then you hold that for four counts, so it's like a square. Taking a few breaths every day. So as a community, I invite you, let's take some breaths. Breathe in, two, three, four, hold. Two, three, four, let go two, three, four. Keep it out. Two, three, four. Breathe in. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. Out. Two, three, I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ.
0: Amen. 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 To contact the Menifee United Church of Christ or for more information, go to menifeeucc.org. Thank you for listening.